Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. All right, here we go. I was, we're, we're rolling. This is a long roll to get started here. Yep. Welcome, friends. Thank you for joining us. This is Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT. And we are here to assist you in your leadership capacities and building them up to great capabilities. What is it that you got? What are you bringing? What are you bringing to the table when it comes to you and your leadership? When it comes to you leading your teams, your organization, what are you bringing here? Do you actually know or do you just think you know? We're going to be talking about two very specific areas today that has everything to do with your capacity, your real ability to lead your organization. I'm here today with Rich Barron, my partner. I'm Michael Bailey. And let's Hello. start opening it up. What is it that people have to do when it comes right down to it, Rich, in terms of creating as a leader credibility? What makes a leader credible? What makes a leader so that they're not really that credible? Well, uh, credibility, credibility, I'm having a hard time talking tonight. Credibility is uh, it's more complex than you think. I think there's a lot of factors to this. Um, but why is leadership credibility so important? You know, it's 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 just like we talk about, Michael, with the outer core of people. People see who you are. They see who you are on the outside. The inner core is what drives that outside, but they see who you are. And in today's world, it's easy to figure out, you know, from your social media or whatever, if you truly have the credibility that you're standing up in front of your employees and telling them you have. Let's you know, and uh, go ahead, keep going, keep going. No, I, I just think the lack of, you know, the uh, credibility in, in a nutshell is trustworthiness and believability and yeah. the ability to, to do what you say you can. It's that, that's that credibility. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's, I guess if you go to a used car salesman and there's a bunch of oil underneath the car and he tells you, well, that's too much sweat, that sweat from too much horsepower. That was the last car that was parked here, my friend. That was the last car. Yeah, that was. was the you know? oil pan. Yep. And you stand up in that town hall and you tell everybody, I'm your guy or I'm your gal. You know, I'm your next leader. And automatically you've got that street cred, right? Oh, yeah. Your credibility is, is up. But you know what? I got, I got, a, I got a, there, there's a, a statement from Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, yeah. that I think it's great. It really defines this. And he says, 
I knew credibility would come only in time and through earnest performances. So he knew it would take time to build that credibility and he had to be on the top of his game. Yeah. Had to be on the top of his game. Consistency, self-discipline, knowing who it is that you are, staying true to who it is that you are, working hard, the diligence, all of that is 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 as a result over time. That's what it really comes down to. Let's take a look at how people look at how if you're the leader and how they may be looking at you in terms of assessing you. There's a there's an article that we have here by Mickey K. Lewis where she talks about these different things, uh, the people. So when you're a leader, one of the ways you want to be aware of how, how are people assessing you in terms of credibility? they got a couple, there's several points on here. They've actually six behaviors, past experiences we have with or have seen by our leader. Just yes. observations. Hmm, what's going on there? What's what's, yeah. what's what's that all about, right? Well, yeah. ways, what expertise do they bring to the table? I mean, what can they really do? What is it they've gotten good at? <laughs> I'm thinking of one person in particular. <laughs> and is really good at showing it, but really isn't very good at showing up. <laughs> no, yeah. You know, that person, he claims he's all that, and he's just all not that, but it's like a expertise. The other one is the background, their educational background. I mean, these are the what people are looking at here. What about right. their people skills? That's a huge one, huge one. You know, do I like you? Do I even want to like you? Do I want to be around you? Are you uncomfortable? Are you ornery? Are you shaming? Are you just a person that's kind of nasty? Yes. Um, how believable and reliable are, are they? That's what you were talking about. You know, can they really, here's the thing. Can they really do what they say? And can I trust you to do what it is you said that you would do? Can I trust you to do that? And then what actions demonstrate being trustworthy and honest? That And everybody's going to have their own take on that. How do I evaluate you in terms of being trustworthy? And how do I evaluate you in being honest? Right? Exactly. That kind of stuff. So when you take a look at that, leaders, what is it you're doing? That's how there's the lens of credibility. Now, we've got another article here. This one is by, who is this by? This one. I'm not saying who this is by. This no, is I'm not either. It's by unlockthechampion.com. Credibility is a basic survival. To, here, is it Rebecca Solnit? I think it's Rebecca okay. Solnit. Thanks, Rebecca. We appreciate you writing this for us. We yes. get your name out there. I help you with a little bit of PR here, okay? A little bit of credibility. Yeah, that's right. Rebecca, what is your background exactly, Rebecca? <laughs> <laughs> Five things to help you establish credibility with those that you lead. Have you established trust? Now, that's a great question, isn't it? Have you, as a leader, have you established trust? And if you have, what did you do? And how do you know if you have? Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, I, I think there's some, some good things here that we can talk about, perhaps. Uh, what takes away from your credibility as a leader? How, how do you know? What are you doing that's going to take away from your credibility? And there's a list. There's... Several items she talks about. Yeah. So I just want to go through these a little bit. Inaction. Um, when, when you talk about things and don't do anything about it. Now, we've been talking about this with cultural assessments. in the yeah, very much. This is a huge issue. Inaction. 
When you give your employees a voice and do nothing about it, that's an action. You just lost a lot of credibility right there. Uh, indecisiveness, not being able to make a decision. You know, a lot of times in business, you need to, to get the data that you have, make that decision and move forward. Don't If you're stuck in a spot, paralysis by analysis, you're wasting time. Time is money. If you're moving forward in that decision you've made, you can change that decision on the fly. You can move and change as you need to. But if you don't do anything, that indecisiveness takes away that credibility. Inconsistency. Are you consistent in your thoughts, your actions, your, uh, you know, the way you're going to model yourself? Are you, are you saying do as I say, not as I do type thing? Um, incoherent communication. Now, Michael, you, you're, you're an expert in communication. You do a lot of this stuff with people. So, I mean, how does that, how does that work? Oh man. Communication. (laughs) Not that we're talking about anybody that's on the political stage these days. No, I'm not saying that by any means, any stretch of the imagination. (laughs) When when you can't find the door to your own house. (laughs) Well, we digress. Oh, hush it. Just hush it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, here's the deal. When you are incoherent, when you're really not making sense and you're communicating to people, people start wondering, you know, am I going crazy? What is it that I'm missing? I don't even know what they're really talking about. Did I, you know, did I get the snooze button? What did happen? Or is it them? And that's a real problem. And I'm going to tell you, if you aren't very clear and specific in what it is that you're saying, where you want to go, uh, the and the, the how-to and the what-tos that we're going to do here, if that's not clear to, to people, I'll tell you what happens. People start tapping the brake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because they don't know what you're saying. They are really unsure. People, employees are already kind of a little shaky. If you want to know the truth about, you know, just keeping their job, keeping their head down, not, you know, drawing on any, you know, any unnecessary attention to themselves and so if you're the one that's the source of the confusion now to step out and say i have no freaking idea what you're even talking about can you put those in other words you might not say it quite like that you might be a little bit more diplomatic nonetheless that's that is what it comes down to if that's what is that if that's what's going on with you you are creating your own problems in ways you can't even begin to imagine you can't even begin to understand how difficult you're making every, everything there for the people at work. So that being able to be very clear in your thinking and to be able to craft that communication so that they're really getting it. And also not just getting it informationally. This kind of comes back into what we're talking about here before, this idea of trust and competence, right? Trust and competence. If they aren't getting it so that they have a real sense of understanding and clarity and conviction about, yeah, that's a great idea. They're not going to commit to it. They're going to hold back. They're going to play it safe. And the result of that is you're going to have people that are holding back on their ability to bring their best game to the organization. So we've got this interesting kind of thing. You might think of it as kind of like a graph. Okay, think of it like a graph. There is on one level your competency, leaders, your competency. How competent are you in these different areas of leadership, right, for your particular team? And then this other part of the graph goes in, how trustworthy are you? Now, I was giving you the example. You know, I may like my my my, my brother-in-law a lot, and I, and I can trust him to sit around and have come on over for, you know, dinner or watch a game or something like that, you know, just 
they'll go for a game of golf or something like that. I may like him and trust him at that level. But when he comes to me and says something like, you know, I understand you want to redo your bathroom. Uh, how about you pay me to do it? Well, uh, Rick, have you ever done a bathroom before? No, no, no. But I'm, I'll be okay. I can do it. <laughs> I've got YouTube. <laughs> yeah, YouTube. <laughs> YouTube will show me how. Yeah, well, you know, Rick, I like you a lot, but I don't think I can trust you to do my bathroom. I don't want to be locked up for six months. You know what? You figure this out. My, my water turned off. Then the other hand, you might have somebody who's really good at doing bathrooms. They are great at it. When their finished product is done, it's like, whoa, that's amazing. But the bid they give you is low. And so they keep looking for opportunities to make change, right? Change orders. And all of a sudden, it triples in price. So there it is. There's this issue of, I can't, I like this person just hanging around, but I can't trust them on this hand. This other one, I can trust them to do the job. They're, they're very competent in that. But in terms of really, can I trust them? There's that aspect of it. No, I really can't. And yeah. so are you sent when you talk about confusing or, you know, this, this stuff about not communicating very well, is that what you're doing? Yeah. Leaders, are you sending messages of both credibility and believability? That's what it really comes down to. Right. Now, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. How would they know? Leaders, how would you know? How would you actually know if you're that person? that's sending clear, straight messages that really get gets the job done for your for the people that are below you, for the teams and so on and so forth. How would you really know? And you can't guess. And you just can't go around the room and ask. Yeah. What What is it that we can do, Rich, here to help them so they can actually find out and stop guessing and stop wishing and hoping and make believing? We can start at the very beginning, your inner core. We can start there and help you understand from the inside out who it is, what it is that makes you a leader. What kind of leader are you? And from there, we develop that out and keep expanding that out and keep building your understanding until we got you to, we got all these assessments. And finally, uh, the 360 assessment that's going to give you this perception from all your employees. That's going to back up exactly what we started with. It's going to back up who you are as a, an internal leader, what that outer core is, what people are seeing you on the outside, and their perception of you as a leader. It's pretty simple. Are you? Do you have the courage to step outside of this bubble to find out exactly who you are? Now, I got to tell you. One of the, the, the primary goals for executive leadership is to help you build a long-lasting legacy, not only for yourself, your organization, the people around you, the people that you lead, the list goes on. But it's, it's, it's a journey that is not for the faint of heart. It really isn't because you're going to learn some things about yourself that, well, admit it or not, is a perception of, of the people around you and, and what they truly see in you as a leader. That's very true. And so let's put it, let's give you a little story here. Suppose for some reason, I don't know what the reason would be, you found yourself somewhere in the middle of America, somewhere, or somewhere in an, a, a foreign country. Yeah. You don't know where you are. You might guess where you are, but you really don't know where you are. But let's bring it back to America. 
for the sake of it. If you're somewhere in the middle of America or somewhere in that, that you know, between the two, two oceans here, if you don't know where you are, how can you legitimately and credibly plot out how you're going to get from where you are to New York or Miami or Birmingham or Austin or Seattle or Los Angeles? How can you do that? The answer is, can you? Rich, can you? It's maybe trial and error over a long period of time. You might stumble into, you know, some place that suddenly looks familiar. But you can't. In all honesty, you can't. And the same thing is true here. Let's take a look at this. Be very honest. If you truly don't really fundamentally, based on data, understand where you are in that inner core that Rich talks about so often. And, you know, that, that means, you know, how you fundamentally are naturally as a as a leader how you fundamentally in terms of how your brain works, how you fundamentally, how you show up at work, how you then really take all that and how then you show up in the way other people perceive you. If you don't have that data, how in the world can you plot or make a, a plan to move forward and become that leader that you want to become in the future? You can't. Would you start a business when you didn't know really what the business was about and you know have that whole you know startup costs and all that kind of stuff necessary and the productive, you know, the production schedule and how this is all going to work. The suppliers, could you, would you ever start a business like that? No, without the facts, you can't do a doggone thing. The same thing here is true. You have to have the facts. And it's the only way to begin this process of finding out who you really are as a leader and the kind of leader that you can become eventually. That's where we start the surveys and then working with you to develop that leadership plan so that you really are on track with who it is that you want to be. And us assist you in that process to get you through the bumps, the valleys, the mountains, the the, the the misdirections, the all sorts of crazy stuff that goes on. As Rich says, it's a little rough sometimes. It's not easy. It takes some some guts and backbone to go through this kind of a thing. And yet, when you do it, you'll be one of the greatest, most memorable experiences of your life. It'll be one of those seminal experiences that makes all the difference. Yeah. What do you say? Well, I gotta I gotta say this: that if you're ready to take this step. Yeah. And you truly want to see what our credibility is. Come talk to us. You know, th this this first assessment that we want to do with you, over 12,000 global leaders have done the same thing and started their journey down the same path in 150 countries worldwide. 12,000. 12,000 of them believed in this enough CEOs from around the globe executives from around the globe, leaders from around the globe, emerging leaders from around the globe, sports people from around the globe, name it. People yeah. who truly wanted to build their credibility and their legacy, who wanted to take this next step. Now, I'm going to tell you, if you're not ready, how do you know? Come talk to us. If you talk, sit down and talk to us, we'll determine if, you know, we'll talk about being ready. Because if you're not ready, we don't want to start you down this path. We don't want to waste your time and our time. And that might sound rough, but it's true. This is not for the faint of heart. It truly is not. But if you want to get to that next level, we can help you get there. If you want to leave a legacy for your company and the people behind you, we can help you get there. The difference is, are you ready? Are you, are you truly ready? Or just lip service. Here's the thing. If, if those of you who are watching this, whether it's live or watching it later on, 
let's ask yourself a question, and this gets kind of the real to it. Why would you not call us? Why would you not contact us? Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, if you dig into that, that how come I wouldn't, to a large extent, that is going to be the very basis of the reason why you don't know how and you can't move on in your own leadership development. I'm going to tell you that again. Whatever excuse or reason you come up with, that then becomes the reason why you don't get on with your own leadership development. Because it always comes down to procrastination. Yeah. Now, the better we are crafting some sort of story, some sort of narrative about how we come we can't, that when you stand back and look at it is actually how come you don't get on with your life? How come you don't come on, get on with your career? How come you don't get on with whatever it is that you want to do with your leadership development? That's the essence of it. And because you don't know how to get past that narrative, you don't know how to get past those excuses and limiting beliefs and all that kind of stuff, you stay stuck there. That's why you work with Rich and I, because we've been there. We've done that. We've assisted people to untangle those knots that keep tie, keep them tied up and keep them guessing and hoping and wishing and wondering and all that stuff. Free them up. Cut it off. We've had those own knots in our careers yeah. that had to be untied and they had to yeah. be freed up. Been there, done that. Plus, yeah. been there and done that to get a whole lot of people out of it. So that's where you start. So whatever reason you have not to call us, that's the reason why you call us. That's yeah. the reason why you should call us to talk yeah. to us, to start that process of turning it around and getting going again. All right. So what do they do, Rich? All right. That was fun. What, what well, I'll, I'll tell you, the best way to do this, Executive Leaders Act, ILEC.com. Reach out to us. Go to our website. Look at our, our testimonials. Look at the, the things that we can do for you. And reach out to us. Now, I, I got to tell you, this podcast, Michael, as of tonight, is being has been downloaded in 32 countries and 238 cities globally. Yeah. We've and and we love every each and every one of you. Now, we are ready to work with anybody, anybody out there across the globe. Give us a call. Who who knows? We might even show up on your doorstep. <laughs> dinner. What are you for dinner tonight anyway? Yeah, no kidding. So I want to I want to give a quick call out, Michael. I know we just talked about 32 countries, 238 cities globally. I got to tell you, London and all the boroughs around London. I think that's what it's called. Now, forgive me if I'm wrong. Here in the United States, we call them subdivisions or, you know, whatever, smaller cities or whatever that's around the main city. But I, I, so I think they're called boroughs in, in, in London. And if I'm wrong, I, I would challenge anybody from London to call me and let me know that I'm wrong. We can talk about other things, too. But And, and if he's wrong, we'll have Lori, his wife, hit him in the head. That's right. We'll do it on camera. Okay. But, do it on camera. So this was Stepney Tower Hamlets there in London. Yeah, that cool name? Yeah, that is a great name. But I'm also want to reach out to folks in Frankfurt, Germany. We got some dedicated folks in Frankfurt, Germany who've really been been doing us some good lately. We appreciate all you do. Absolutely. All right, that's a wrap. Well, folks, at the end of another 
Telling and Educational Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. And I hope you've learned something tonight because um, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. Want, I want to teach you and want to make your life better. That's, uh, you know, we love each and every one of you and want to help you out down the road to a better, successful leadership career. So once again, have a great night. Take care. And we'll see you again soon. And if you haven't learned anything, we want to know that too. We want absolutely to know good feedback, bad feedback, feedback. Yeah, we 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 crave it. <laughs> all righty. <laughs> all right, folks. All the best to you. Bye bye. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.